This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, which is calling on Congress to pass the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. Good Monday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The Trump administration has officially signed a trade deal that will boost access for American ag products into Japan. The deal was announced at the recent U.N. summit in September after an agreement in principle was struck in August. Speaking at a signing ceremony today at the White House, President Donald Trump said the deal would be a game-changer for U.S. ag. In the United States, these deals are a game-changer for our farmers and our ranchers. We love our farmers and we love our ranchers. We've been working very hard on this, providing them with significantly enhanced access to a critical foreign market. The deal is targeted at specific industries, including agriculture. Trump says the two countries are also hoping to produce a broader deal. In the months ahead, our teams will continue negotiations on remaining areas of interest to achieve a final and very comprehensive agreement. We're working on that right now. There's some big, big things that we're working on. On other trade fronts, House Ways and Means Chair Richard Neal led a group of House Democrats to on a visit to Mexico over the weekend, and Chinese negotiators are expected in Washington for another round of trade talks later this week. The nation's farmers and ranchers have received billions of dollars in trade assistance in the last two years. AgriPulse's Ben Nulli reports on what one ag economist suggests they do with the money. An agricultural economist is warning producers to be smart with the extra money they're getting from the market facilitation program. Kansas State University agricultural economist Alan Featherstone says he is encouraging producers to hold on to their income rather than reinvesting in their operations. And keep their balance sheets a little bit more liquid such that if we uh, continue to struggle price-wise and if there was an M- MFP, that they would be able to position themselves to, to maybe withstand two, three more years of, of downward prices. And so we're kind of working with producers to help them think through what they may do with some of the additional liquidity that they had in 2018 and they will likely have in 2019. As of the end of September, the Farm Service Agency has paid out nearly $5.2 billion in MFP payments to farmers. The top five states were Iowa, Illinois, Minnesota, Nebraska, and Kansas. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. The Trump administration's Friday announcement to account for future small refinery exemptions from the renewable fuel standard gives the biofuel industry a new rulemaking process to observe. National Corn Growers Association President Kevin Ross says he's encouraged by language in the administration's press release. It says more than 15 billion gallons of conventional ethanol should be blended into the nation's fuel supply beginning in 2020. You know, when the administration comes out and with that uh, with that line in the sand saying 15 billion gallons uh, is the number and higher, that's what we certainly want to hear. You know, that's why we want to engage with them on this rulemaking process and make sure we get, um, you know, get exactly what uh, what we were looking for within that. Biofuel backers said SREs were taking actual gallons below the 15 billion gallon blending target. Speaking on this week's open mic, Ross said the rulemaking effort could provide the market boost some were expecting with the initial announcement. You didn't see an immediate impact to the uh, to corn price, which uh, until they go through the rulemaking process and things like that, um, I think it's going to be you know gradual. But what you should see um, is some stability within the ethanol market in, in general uh, start to come back, and that's something that we really really need as corn farmers. He says the debate may have also generated fresh support for the industry. You know, I think within that discussion, uh, you saw a lot of people recognize and, and really re-engage on, on the issue of renewable fuels. And so as a side note to it, you know, with with the frustrations, I think we did gain a lot of people uh, 
their opinions have changed and certainly got more vocal on the topic as well. So hopefully that's good for long-term demand for us and long-term sentiment within the public. Um, but I guess I can just tell you that I think Friday's announcement was was a step in the right direction for sure, and, and I think uh, farmers should be should be pleased, and hopefully we can move forward, uh, you know, with this administration and, and getting the next policy in place for uh, growth of renewable fuels. To hear more from Ross, check out this week's open mic on agripulse.com. Now, here's a word from our sponsor, the American Farm Bureau Federation. Farmers and ranchers are calling on Congress to do the right thing for agriculture and the economy by approving USMCA. On top of a $2 billion boost to American farm exports, passage of USMCA will help farmers get back to the roots of their success. Trade, not aid. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.